the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings investments in your retirement right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our show is all about savings investments in your retirement, and our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's save aggressively and invest conservatively. And I think we've seen why you do the invest conservatively this week with the markets. Uh, And by the way, uh, you can listen by going to uh, the AM1070, The Answer website, uh, listen live. And we also have podcasts on there as well of, of the show. So uh, we, and actually we have listeners from all over the, uh, literally all over the world, listen to the show from time to time. Uh, so you can go to the website if you're not here in Houston or, or can't pick up the signal. And uh, the uh, other way you can participate is, is by... Uh, going to the website maxoutsavings.com and sign up for our free report, which we send out. And we, we discuss everything from uh, retirement to uh, climate change to uh, everything happening in the world. And, and it's uh, so you better understand the world. And it, it's a free report we send out. It's, it's another way to participate in the show. Uh, our most recent one uh, sent out, uh, what was that? What was that? This was sent out the... Uh, beginning of the week here, actually, and uh, on Monday, and we basically said uh, that uh, you know uh, the market was breaking down, and the uh, pointed out some safe alternatives, and uh, you know what? What looking looking at the steep decline, the S and its sectors appeared the market is breaking, uh, breaking down across the board. Uh, the indexes are broken down, very little support, which is what we've been talking about. We've been sort of warning you for a while. Well, here we are at the Max Out Savings Show, and uh, we're talking savings investments in your retirement. But uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about in the show today. We're really going to be taking a look at the situation with what's what's going on with with the coronavirus, uh, what's happening with the markets, uh, what to do with your your 401k plan. And just the the world today, uh, in general today, and, and so looking out, what we're going to do is is we're going to try to hit some of these different topics. Uh, a couple things. This is a live show. So you can give us a call at seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. That's seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. We'll be happy to get your questions answered. Where to start today? Uh, you know, a, a couple thoughts. We just sent out our Max Health Savings Report this week, which we discuss some of the issues with the coronavirus, uh, some of some of our ideas there. Uh, if, if you're not on that list, you, you, you try it again. We've sent this is the second one in the last week. We're trying to keep you up to date with what's happening out there. And uh, the looking out... Um, you know, it, it the markets are saying it, it's not such a bad thing. There's really no problems. It's kind of just like the flu, and uh, we don't believe that's the case. We're going to discuss that later in the show. Uh, a, a couple things I, I wanted to touch base on. We, we we get some comments from time to time on on what, how to sit there and and deal with the uh, 
with with the if you want to borrow off of a 401k plan and and I wanted to just touch base on that uh generally it's a bad idea to borrow on a 401k plan particularly if particularly if um you're you're stu- you are uh you don't have a lot of money saved up for retirement and what we see happen is the question we get a lot is a couple things the biggest one is what do I do I have a lot of credit card debt. I want to pay off my 401k. Oh, excuse me. I want to pay off the credit card. And, and so what, what What? the thinking is, 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 look, I'll just take the money out of the 401k plan, pay off the credit card, and then I won't have to worry about that. And the credit card fees are high. This is, if you've got a million dollars in your 401k plan and you've got $25,000 in credit card debt, and you're coming on retirement, you want to pay it off, fine. Hey, look, I, I get that. What we, oftentimes, we'll get people that have a couple hundred thousand in a 401k plan, and and they either they're years away from retirement, but they just want to try to get the debt paid off, or, they, um, or they're coming up in retirement. I'll address the first one first. You've you got a couple hundred thousand dollars in a 401k plan. You're not sure what to do. You're coming up on... Um, yeah, you're still you're in your 40s or you know late 40s. You've got this credit card debt. The, the problem I have with paying that off is typically what we see is people pay off. They take the twenty five thousand dollars out of their 401k plan. Now they've got to pay it back over time in their 401k plan. So they're not their 401k is down twenty five thousand dollars and they're trying to get it back up. The debt's paid off on the credit card, which is great. But then what we see. And let's say they're 50, they do this, and then it just starts going back up, and then, and then they look up. They look up, uh, you know, five, six, seven years later, and they got $25,000 back on the credit card debt again, and they're right back to where they were. And they, yeah, but, they, but they've taken a $25,000 hit on the 401k plan. And, and this is, you know, it, that's just not a good idea. And, and you're better off managing the credit card debt and continue to build up your savings. You're going to need your savings for retirement. You're going to need that money for retirement one day. And and, and so, you know, that that's what you got to watch out for uh, with these. You're better off just cutting all your expenses, going bare bone, and just not spending a dime on anything and just making getting the credit card paid off. That's a, generally a bad idea. Um, the... The the second thing we see is oftentimes people get near retirement. Some a lot of times they clearly don't have enough money for retirement. They they they're struggling, and so what they what, but what they've got the credit card debt, and they figure they can't do. Again, it's the same type of problem. Then maybe you have two hundred two hundred fifty thousand dollars saved for for retirement. You got a small. Uh, you have a you have a um, you have a social security. Uh, you know, living off of Social Security, and you got the twenty, maybe it's twenty thousand dollars worth of debt, and you want to pay that. Off. Again, the problem comes in is those people don't have enough money saved for retirement. It's even worse in that case because you take twenty five, twenty, twenty five thousand dollars out of your plan, and you've got like two hundred, you know, fifty thousand or even two hundred thousand. You you you've really dug in, into money for retirement, and if you're retiring, a person retires at sixty five, and we're seeing less and less of that. There there's easily a 50% chance that, that they're going to live to be old. Someone, one of them is going to be lived, the husband or wife is going to live over 90 years old. That's 30 years. How are you going to live off of this money if you're taking money out and, and you're already underfunded for retirement? And the, again, the best thing to do is buckle down, you know, go on whatever it takes to get the credit card paid off as quickly as possible. And just, you know, cut back expenses to the bare bone, even if it's just for a year and say, look, I'm getting rid of this credit card debt and that's it. You're better off. And you get two things if you do that. You're going to get your credit card debt paid off. The second thing is that's going to happen is, is you're going to be able to, li- you'll realize you'll be able to live a lot more frugally than you thought, which, which will be a bonus as well. You know, that, I, from time to time, we see, like I said, the person with a million dollars, million and a half, they want to just get the credit card debt. I, I sort of get that. That's not going to dent their their lifestyle too much. You take the person with 200, 250,000. Look, if in the end he can't afford anything and he's got to declare bankruptcy, they still can't get to the 401k, you know, your retirement plan. So you're safe, or at least your money's safe there. And you just got to write that off. But you don't want to endanger your health and your long term life paying off these these credit cards. And, and, and that's the key to understand with this. And so don't dent, 
dent your 401k, don't dent your savings plan to get these things. The better off to do is buckle down and get them paid off. It's generally the rule. Because remember, every time, well, if it's a loan on your 401k plan, you know, it's not taxable. If you're coming out of retirement and just decide to take it out of your IRA, you're going to get hit with taxes as well. So, you know, you take $25,000 out, you're probably going to pay, you know, maybe 20% of that in taxes. So you're back down to $5,000 right there just on taxes to pay the credit card off. So bad idea. If you're dealing with credit card debt, the best thing to do is buckle down, cut your expenses and pay it off. And then you're going to have a much better lifestyle. You're going to learn to live more frugally, which is going to help you out over the long term and you'll still have your savings. So that, that that's what to do with retirement. So, you know, a couple thoughts there. Um, on that subject, we get a lot of questions on that. Uh, on the, we get some questions on the show. We get a lot of questions on that. Also from our clients, what to do with that. But that's my general feeling. Uh, I don't have a problem if you have larger amounts of money and you want to pay off the credit card debt. But it, but with smaller amounts, that's what I'm going to be concerned. And the other thing to do is you don't want to liquidate all your emergency money and your and your non qualified money to pay off the credit card debt because then they could get you in trouble. So again, maybe. Say, there's a couple. There's sometimes we've gone. Okay, look, take five thousand dollars out, get yourself a head start, and then buckle down and do it. You know, if you want to kind of really get it going and, and really try to punch it a little bit, but but try understand taking money out of your four hundred one k, your qualified plan is not the way to do it. So anyway, if you got any questions about that, give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's seven one three 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 nine ten seventy here at the Max Out Savings Show, and. Uh, and uh, you know, we'll be happy to get your questions answered. Uh, so um, you know that that's kind of that's sort of what we're dealing with uh, overall on that subject. Now, uh, well, hold on a second. Okay, let me see here. Go through these papers. The um, the situation with the. Um, uh, you know the the markets here. You know, it, it it it's been really interesting to see how this has all played out with the, with the, with the with the markets, and the for uh, and the the coronavirus. We we've written some about this in the Max Out Savings Report. Uh, you know, the thing that amazes me is the people that are comparing this to the flu. You know, twenty million people a year get the flu. And it's, you know, 30,000 die, and here we have 25,000 people, well, 30-something thousand people now, and uh, 500 people dead. What, you know, why are people in such a panic over, over the coronavirus? And you hear this out there, and and you're kind of like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> you're like, wait, there's four, uh, you know, the, the, the talk is, look, every year we get a flu. Every year, this is what it averages. 15 million, 20 million people get the flu. You know, 15,000 people die. 20,000 people die with the flu. I mean, I just saw a a news story today. You know, 20,000 people die with the flu every year. Why are we worried about coronavirus? And you're kind of like, well, wait a minute. Every year the flu comes. You're right. And every year, you know, well over 10,000 people die, sometimes materially more. 20,000 people die a year in the United States. So clearly... The coronavirus is a non-event, and, you know, we should all just calm down. Obviously, the Chinese are completely overreacting, you know, quarantining 400 million people and shutting down their entire economy. Uh, and so the question is, is the idiot that's writing the report, the you know, the, the story that this is just like the flu correct, or is the Chinese government that's in a state of panic correct? And, you know, the Chinese government, you know, Say what you want about them is, is they tend to be pretty rational people. So you know maybe the situation is a little serious than the mainstream media in, in many cases is trying to you know portray over there. And, and we're going to discuss some more of that uh, here in, in just a minute. But uh, tell you what, let's take a, a break. If you got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at seven one three 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 nine ten seventy, and uh, we'll get your questions answered.
Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Courage. It's the most important of all the virtues. Because without courage, you cannot pursue the others. Courage is what built this country. It has fueled its greatness. Courage was there at Lexington and Concord, at Bunker Hill and at Gettysburg. Courage took us to Europe to defeat a madman. Courage fought and bled at Normandy and Omaha Beach. Courage and determination sent the United States to Asia and places like Guadalcanal and Iwo Jima and Heartbreak Ridge. Courage showed her mettle in the rice paddies of Vietnam and in the desert heat of Baghdad and in the mountains of Afghanistan. Courage is doing the right thing even when you're scared. It's rising to your feet to fight one more round even when you're bone weary and then getting knocked down again and rising again. This is AM 1070, The Answer. Anybody out there paying attention to what's really going on in this world, in this state, and in this city? We know one guy who is. Sam Malone. Sam Malone. If you're wondering what to make of it all, we've got the answer. This is AM 1070. The answer. Shake that. Start your weekday mornings with the Sam Malone Morning Show with J.P. Pritchard in the news, along with Chuck Tiller and Tom Fontaine. Morning information and entertainment. Weekdays from the conservatainment capital of the world on AM 1070. The answer. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. Okay, here's what we, we get, a couple things we're going to cover. We just sent out the most recent Max Out Savings report uh, the other day, an, uh, an update. We're trying to keep you updated on what's happening in the world. I mean, things are moving along at a, a pretty quick, uh, rapid rate. And uh, you want to make sure that uh, you stay on top of things. And so uh, if you're not on the free report list, go, just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. You can sign up for the free Max Out Savings Report. The subscription is completely free. We don't bother you. We don't call you. We don't do anything. We send it out because I want to help you with your retirement, help you build up wealth, and we come up with a lot of ideas. Uh, this one really covered, uh, you know, I, I think we titled it Contained or something, to take a hard look at what's going on over there. As we talked a little earlier about the show, the mainstream media, we're seeing, I, it, I, I'm seeing, hey, look, this is, this is uh, nothing. It, it's like the flu. 20 million people a year get the flu. 20,000 die. Uh, 
you know, it's like a tenth of a percent death rate or something. And and so the flu happens every year, and, and, and so it's it's not a problem. And so what we're looking at is is the is the uh, is the fact that what we're seeing here is, I, I think, a situation that's a little bit worse than that. Uh, and, and so this is something that we're going to have to watch a little closer to see what what's going to happen. Uh, the what what we look we took tried to step back and say look what are we really dealing with here with the, with the coronavirus and a couple of things we know we know the death rate on this thing is probably it's 2 to 4% somewhere in there it's hard to get the information we know there's like 30 i think there's 33,000 cases give or take right now uh we know that the the majority of the people in the know believe that these numbers are vastly undercounted by the Chinese government. Nobody's sure what it is. If you look at if you look at some of these uh epidemical you know the more uh, epidemical epidemiological studies it should be closer to about 200,000 175,000 the the way these things progress with 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 the uh contagion factor on this thing seems to be about 3.8 or which that's just if you know you're going to if if you get this you'll you you could infect four more people and if you look at you know one person gets on the cruise ship and and you know all of a sudden you got 60 people have the 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 coronavirus you know it gives you an idea that's probably somewhere in that area once so we know it's very contagious we know that if if you if you touch something it could be contagious according to some germans like for 9 days some german research so we so we know there's problem we also know the Chinese are taking the matter very seriously. There's 400 million people with the coronavirus. I just noticed they 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 started limiting and put some type of quarantine on Tianjin. I, I visited Tianjin a couple years ago. It's you know I want to say 70 miles uh, east of Shanghai. Uh, you know, it took me as much time to get there on the bullet train as it took me to run around three miles on Memorial Park, and that was when I used to be pretty quick. And and so. Um, it's pretty close, and so, but there's 400 million people under quarantine. So the question is, is what we talked about with is what our research has shown us. Look, we just have to get this thing. It's not that we have to get it under control. We just have to keep it out of the United States, and we have to find the best way to to cure this. We've always, I mean, no matter what we've come up with, we've found cures for them, and we've gone through these type of deals. So we want to find the, you know, ideally we could find a vaccine and vaccine vaccinate everybody next week, but that's going to take time. So, so you know, you got to get, you got to find the vaccine, you got to test the vaccine, and you got to produce enough the vaccine. So it's it's going to spread, but you want to limit the spread, and then. We also want to know, hey, what's the best way to treat this? And so they're trying different techniques. If you look at that new hospital with a thousand beds the Chinese built in three days, it was really more of a research type of place where they, where it was really designed so they could test different different uh, methods uh, of treatment. Which that's what you want. So you want to say, hey, if it comes here, this is what we have to do, and this is how we have to treat it. So we're just what we want to do is buy time. And understand what this is, understand how to treat it, and ultimately understand how to vaccinate it. And, and if you look at anything in the record of the United States of America, as we rise to every challenge, so, so I, I think things are going pretty well. They've only got like twelve cases over here, so I don't think it's it's a reason to panic. You've got to feel sorry for the for the Chinese. Now, if you look at the stock market, there's nothing to see here. You know, at the market, stock market, the S and P hit record highs the other day. So. One of my concerns in talking to people around Wall Street on the phone is just how sanguine they are about what's going on with the coronavirus. You know, I I mean, it's actually gotten so bad that now, you know, I think it's Morgan Stanley's, you know, printing a little thing of, you know, they've got a a chart of how many cases to expect as it grows each 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 day and you know and i think what they're really trying to do is come up with something so if you if you're underneath that they can claim it's being cured and and there's nothing nothing to worry about here if if you look at the gates work and and i've seen some of that which is by the gates foundation which about 4 months ago they did a study of what would happen if the if a coronavirus escape it, the numbers go up pretty much exponentially and, and so nobody believes the numbers coming out of china so it it's sort of a problem the if if you listen what the the president uh 
Trump said, he, you know, he congratulated President Xi for doing a job and they're working and, and, you know, working so hard and doing a good job in China to try to defeat this. And it's a very difficult situation. And he said he understood that. But he made some comment like, hopefully this will, you know, like, I don't know, not hopefully, but this should go away after, you know, a couple, two or three months once it warms up. I mean, that seems to be a lot of the thinking is it, it, it once it warms up, it's just going to go away and it's not going to be a problem. And they've actually they're actually producing research out there now showing that, look, uh, hey, we're going to have fantastic growth out of China in the third and fourth, and th- you know, the, in the second and third or the third and fourth quarter this year. So it's really going to be good. Well, let's back this up a little bit. And what we've got is we've got a bunch of central planners particularly on Wall Street at the Fed and everywhere else and these people are all coming up with these you know these models of how things work and this is the problem i have with all this is let's take let's back it up a little bit what's going on in china 400 million people in quarantine that's more than the entire population of the united states which means you don't go out of your house if you go out of your house you send one member out of the house every either two or three or four days, depending on where you are, to get food and get emergency necessities, and that's it. Uh, and we want to see where everyone is. We want to count the people in the house. We want to know if anyone's sick, and we're going to manage it. Which, look, I mean, they're they're taking pretty tough steps to try to solve the problem. But that's fine. So you go, hey, look, the, the, you know, this goes on for a month. No problem. The people come back to work. It's all good. There's something. There, here's the problem. There's something called the supply chain. What's happened is China has brilliantly ex- exploited the, you know, corporate America and move and managed to convince them to move the, you know, majority of many of these companies' supply chains to China, which simply means all their products, a lot of their products come from China. Or if they're building a complex thing like a car, a piece of equipment, there might be two or three pieces of equipment in in the two two or three parts in that car, maybe more, or or, or equipment that's coming from China. Well. Let me give you some numbers. 80% of the factories in China are closed. 90% of the manufacturing that's exported is shut down in China. Okay, these are reasonably good numbers that I've seen in a couple places. I I don't know where they came from, but I I think those are probably pretty good numbers. I saw a Wall Street Journal mentioned uh, one person. They've got 80 people. They're hoping to have 50. Now, let me set this up a little bit. China said, look. Keep in mind, uh, this week the factories were closed. China ordered the factories closed. Last week was Lunar New Year, so everyone, you know, the factories are generally closed for the week. It's kind of like our Christmas and New Year's type of thing, celebration here. Families typically get together from all over China and meet, and and so it's a festive occasion. So the factories were scheduled to be closed uh, last week. Uh, the, this week, which we just got through, the factories were ordered closed, and the, and the talk is they're going to come back on next week. So no problem here. So, so we got eighty percent of the of the manufacturing capacity shut down. Ninety percent of the of the of the uh, factories shut uh, of the export uh, manufacturing shut down. Well, they interviewed one person. Goes, look, I got eighty employees. I'm hoping to have fifteen back. We some people can't even leave or can't get get back into the town at all. If we can get the factory going, we maybe we can get thirty people back. Okay. And then other people are going, well, look, yeah, that's all good, but I can't even get the stuff shipped. Okay, so if I sit there and put it on a flat on a, on an eighteen wheeler, ship it to the port, these these they're being delayed an hour, two, three, mostly four or five hours. There's checkpoints all over China. You go through the checkpoint, boom, they hit you. Do you have a fever or not? So they're trying to trying to they want to anyone that has a fever, they don't want them moving. So okay, it's all well and good. But got the factory going. And and then the question is, how do I get the parts out of there? A lot of stuff, particularly critical parts, high-value parts. These are parts from, from all types of electronics, car parts, uh, machinery parts, all types of things. The high-value ones, they're air freighted out of China. Well, those – keep in mind the the uh, – the, the the planes the the flights out of China have been tremendously curtailed. They're virtually you know it's evacuation flights going out of there right now. So you can't get you got to get someone to get to load the plane, find a plane, yet which you can't get the, the capacity on the plane to get the stuff out of there. So they can't even get the stuff out of China right now. 
So China is about 18% of the global economy. And, and you see, what we're dealing with is about 18% of the global economy is shut down and at 80% capacity. I mean, there's just no way to spend this uh, in, a, in a good way. Next week, a lot of companies, look, what if, what if most Fortune 500 companies are doing? The CEO calls, look, hey, I want all the key, our operations people, everyone I want a meeting, a conference call, boom. Uh, look, I want to know what, what our exposure is to China. What is it going to cost? What are we losing in sales? What are our carts? Can we keep our factories going? Give an example. Hyundai and Kia have shut down some plants. The majority of Hyundai's auto production in Korea, South Korea has been shut down because they can't get parts from China. So the so what we have is, is a slowdown. I've seen some numbers that they think <coughs> negative growth for China for this, this quarter, for the fourth quarter. Uh, the slowdown, they, uh, some other people said a half. I've seen some other 1% slowdown in global growth in here. So it, it's hard. It's hard. No one is real sure how this is going to work. I, 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 w- w- look, if they can get these factories reopened next week, we got no problems. The market's already at new highs. It'll zoom up much higher. The question is, I'm not convinced they're going to get those factories open. If, uh, some of these uh, some of these areas have just been quarantined in the last week. So I have a hard time understanding how all the factories are going to open up magically uh, next Monday morning. And, and And so the longer this goes on, the more shortage of parts. Remember, plants around the world are starting to have to slow down capacity. I'll give you an example. General Motors, uh, they sell more cars in China than they do in the United States. Do you think anyone's buying an automobile in China right now? So, so again, what are we dealing with? And and how long? If, look, if it gets solved, if they kind of get back to work in the next week, it should be. But but if this, if these plants are closed all through February, this is going to cascade through a slowdown across the global economy. And so I think we have to be a bit very cognizant, never mind if it were to sit there and, and come into the United States or another major country in the world. And so so having said that, you know, if you go to me and this is December 18th and uh, you know, December of 2018 and the market's down 20 percent or 18 percent, a lot of stocks were down that much or some of them a lot more. And you go, Ted, well, what should I do? I said, well, you know, look, things are pretty cheap in here. You know, you could start moving. But if you come to me after I've said everything I just said and look, the stock markets have just hit record highs. You know, I'd be a little cautious up here. I I, I think what we possibly have seen is 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 a big short covering. I think the week before a lot of big hedge funds, a lot of individuals went short. We put some hedges on on our for our clients, but a lot of the big hedge funds put the big big shorts on, figuring, oh, this is the, you know this thing is going to take the Chinese economy down, and this market's going lower. And then when it didn't go up, they squeezed it, and the Chinese have pumped in two trillion yuan into their economy, and they they're clearly buying stocks and supporting the market. And there's no telling what is exactly going on in the in the U.S. market of. of but I, it looks like a big short squeeze. So I, I think you have to be cautious given the situation in, in the world today. I mean, it, again, these factories are shut down. And, and the question is, can they get the factories going? Can we find a, a, a cure for for this? And, and how big is it is? And, and no one I, – I, the interesting thing is if you talk – if you try to kind of get out of uh, information, the, the government's not saying – U.S. government's not saying anything, but if you – Listen to people that have talked, or you 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 you're pretty sure they have a pipeline into the into the into the government or into the White House. They'll make comments like, "Look, no one believes these numbers." You know, they, they you know other. I, I've heard some other people saying China's lost control of the situation, and and uh, you know it, it is is a very difficult. This is a very virulent uh, uh, virus, and it's deadly, and 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 it's it's a problem. And so I think. You don't want to panic, but I do. I mean, the idea that that this is the flu is just absurd, and and, and so I think you have to understand that and take a look at things and, and see. How, so we have to see how it's going to go next week and kind of watch and see. Uh, again, a very expensive market, and so we'll just kind of wait and see what's going to happen. But that that's sort of what we're dealing with. Now, tell you what, uh, we've got to take a quick break and be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Start my day, and I'm lost myself, and I'm gonna be a song. 
Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulic-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. If you've got any questions or comments, this is a live show. Uh, you can give us a call at 713-627-04, wait, that, 0400, but that is the office. So if you want to talk on the show, you can actually give me a call at uh, 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. Now, on Sunday, we're not live. We run the show, I think, at 3 o'clock on Sunday. It's, our show has gotten very popular here at, on AM 1070, The Answer. So, anyway, if you want to get in with a question or comment, give us a call. The, uh, you know, we're, ta- we're talking about the coronavirus. I mean, I just saw another thing. There's like five Britons in in some French uh, ski town that they, they, you know, that are now under quarantine. It, it, again, we're dealing with, it's it's not a reason to panic. I just want to make sure everybody really understands what the situation is, and and and, and, and you know you want to be a little defensive. Ted, what? Let's take a call from John. Hello, John. Good morning, Ted. Morning. Morning. Um, you've heard about the um, the plant down in in uh, the Corpus area that Exxon Mobil um, is building. Ah, uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's supposed to be the the world's largest um, um, ethylene plant, and uh, of course, <laughs> all of the the modules are coming out of China. Wow! Yeah, yeah. So that that that's really a hickey there. So um, I'm sure all of the underground is able to go on, and all of the electrical work is able to go on. But uh, still, all of the other modules are um, are going to the chip. Of China, believe it or not. So, uh, yeah, it's something to think about. Yeah, I mean, see, John, that's what we're dealing with. Yeah, it, it's all these little things all over the world is coming out. In, in, I mean, businesses. But you got probably the second largest economy in the world virtually shut down, right? I mean, it, it's a pretty serious situation, and we'll kind of have to see where it goes. And, but that's a yeah. good point. Thank you. Yeah, um, and also when yeah. you're looking at uh, probably. 7,000 uh, electricians, welders, pipe fitters, um, uh, that are going to be sitting on their, their hands for a while. 
And that's what everybody's dealing with at all these corporations is we look, what's our exposure? And I, sure. and I think it's, 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 it's becoming more and more difficult. Uh, one good thing about the oil and gas business, you still are going to need oil and gas. Uh, but, but yeah. And by the way, we write in our report that the, the Chinese, I've seen two numbers. I've seen Chinese executives have said, look for a 25% drop in energy usage this quarter in oil usage in China. And I've also list, seen another uh, article said 20% drop. And also when it comes to the LNG, the executives in uh, the people in China are trying to uh, uh, call force majeure, which means, an, un, uh, you know, like a national emergency, uh, a, right. a natural catastrophe. With, same with copper. So this is a problem. Yeah. But yeah, good points, John. Yeah. And um, also the LNG right now is so plentiful. Um, especially with Australia and the Wheatstone uh, project coming online, it's just just a wash in LNG. Yeah, no, it, it's it's a problem, but and, you know we'll, yeah. we'll see how it goes out. But good good call, John. Thanks. Yeah. If you have All a question, right, yeah. comment, you can give us a call seven one three 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 nine ten seven. John's got a point. Uh, the one thing is the oil and gas sector is down right now. I'm seeing some more research. I mean, it's only about three. I want to say it's three point eight percent of the S and P five hundred, which is Percentage-wise, near record lows. If you if you compare the percentage to that to the percentage of the tech sector, it's basically where it was in 1999, where the tech sector is overvalued and the oil's undervalued. But uh, you know, and I, you know, I tell you what, and I kind of touched this on the show last week a little bit. I, I, you know, I this thing I think could be a game changer in a number of ways. I mean, I, I think. We, we we were going, you know, we reached peak Davos, and everyone is ES, environmental, social justice, ES, or, or governance issues. And, you know, all the shows, CNBC has been running things, and, and even some of my my financial publications are running things on ESG, the importance of ESG, and, you know, the planning, and oil and gas is going to go away for the environment, and we're going to eliminate cows, and and just all this, you know, this new central planning need to be put in place for this. And then along comes the coronavirus. And I, I think it's a game changer. I think it's going to change people's perception. I think they're going to be a lot tougher, I think, in looking at things. I, I think they're going to look at what's really important in the world. And we had these people in Davos two weeks ago running around like their head, their hair was on fire, yelling about the environment and and you know we only had a, a couple decades to live, and this is it. And then all of a sudden in China, it, here we are two weeks later, and the Chinese economy is shut down, and there's 400 million people in quarantine from a coronavirus, and, and nobody paid any attention to that because there's no money to be made trying to prepare for that. There's a whole lot of money, you know, putting in carbon taxes. You get more taxes, and you can, you know, engage in industrial, you know, socialist industrial policy. And I think that's. I think this is is going to change people's reference in, in frame of reference. I mean, I, I think we saw that, that that change of reference in the Depression. We saw that change of reference in World War II. Uh, we saw that, uh, you know, uh, Vietnam to some extent changed our, our thing. And you could see you could see the same thing here happen uh, with, with this virus, depending how it how it goes. But now, as as John, our caller, just mentioned, um, and we're already seeing some of the it's it's the thing that concerns me are the little things that you're not seeing. You know, you're not seeing, you know, the, hey, how are they going to be able to get the plant coming over? There's tons of, of, of capacity of all types of, of parts of, of equipment that come from China. And, you, you know, you might be building a factory, you might be building a car, you might be building a piece of industrial equipment. And, you know, you're like, hey, where's the, uh, you know, the thingamajig? Oh, the thingamajigs are all. We can't get them. They're from China. Well, I can't finish. I can't finish the plan. I can't finish the car. I can't finish the piece of equipment. Well, what are we going to do? Well, you know, they got to try to find some outsourcing. And some of these other factories, maybe they have the capacity. Maybe they don't. We just uh, uh, earpods. The uh, the iPods. One of those earpods. iPods. I got my wife those for Christmas. She loves them. But. Uh, you know they're they're having to to sh- the factory that produces some of the parts is closed down in China, so they're, they're, it's backlog. I mean that's that's a minor thing compared to, you know, you got a refinery with Exxon, you got other things, you got all types of things out there. You got drugs. I saw a story. I, I, it, an enormous amount of our medical drugs are coming from China. Some of them single source. I don't know how that happened. I mean, every time I look into China, you know, it, it gets worse as far as the you know how much. Uh, 
capacity and jobs and manufacturing and intellectual property they've taken over and appropriated into China or just, you know, now they're manufacturing and now we have China suddenly shut down. So every company is going to look at this in 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 the value. I mean, I'm not trying I don't want to put the value of having a factory in the United States and jobs in the United States has gone up exponentially if you're producing here because of this. I, I don't want to look the Chinese people. I mean, I really I feel for them any way we can help them out. We should. They're in a pretty bad situation over there. So I don't really want to make too much of that. But I do think it's it's something we you know want to look at. So I'll tell you what, this is the last segment of the show. If you've got a question or comment, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. You know, a couple things. Well, you know, what do you do in here? Uh, we put some hedges on for our clients' retirement money. I, I just think you have to be a little cautious here. We have a lot of cash. Uh, we have uh, a treasury debt. Uh, the precious metal sector, if you look at uh, the precious metals, it's up this year. If you look at oil, it's down substantially. If you look at copper, it's down substantially year to date. Uh, a lot of commodities are dropping. They're doing well. We've seen a very large drop in interest rates, uh, and, and, and bonds have gone up because of it. But that's be, And now it seems to have really accelerated in the last two weeks. And, and what that is telegraphing is a, two things, a flight to safety, and also uh, the idea that we could see a slowdown because of this. It, it, you know, I mean, it, it's hard to keep a plan open if you can't get the parts to make the, the product. And, and so this is something we want to watch. So so the interesting thing about that, what I just said is, if you look at, if you look at commodity prices like copper and oil, they're telegraphing the coronavirus is a problem, a big problem. If you look at government bonds... Treasuries, the the big money has been pouring into that over the last two weeks, two or three weeks. They're clearly worried about something. So, uh, and you look at copper; it's almost telegraphing a pretty substantial slowdown. And the same thing with oil. The interesting thing is, you look at the stock market. There's nothing to see here, and, and that, I, typically. The stock market is not viewed as the as the the smartest money. Typically, the smart money tends to be the bond market because they tend to study things a little more closely. And the only thing they got to gain by making an investment is the interest, typically, and uh, and so they're going to be a little bit more cautious. If you look at the commodity market, those are people buying and selling for the company. In many cases, a lot of speculators in there. So if they if those guys start pulling back, it gets telegraphed pretty quickly. It's like, hey, you know, maybe we don't need any more copper until we figure out what's going to happen. You know, if we can produce these products, type of thing. And, and and so those two things are telegraphing a problem. Now the market, that's what leads me to believe that I think there's a lot of short covering in here. I, I you could be seeing, I you know, it, I, I look. I think the big money is trying to scale back. I think the big money is desperately trying to reduce some of these ridiculous derivative positions that could take out, you know, the whole financial system if things go badly. And and I think they're reducing them. Well, I think that's kind of an overstatement, but in theory that could happen. But it, but it could cause a lot of problems in, in, in the banking sector. And, there, you know, there's some derivatives. If the market goes down quickly 20%, you know, in, the, in a week or two, uh, you know, it could take out a hedge fund or a bank that's, that's set the wrong way on derivatives. But if, you know, if they got a week or two to get out and things stay up, that's not going to be a problem. And so, I, I'm, again, I'm very suspicious of this move up in the market. So we'll see what happens. Uh, we write a lot about this in our Max Out Savings Report, yeah, which, which we just sent out. If you're not on the list, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. And sign up for the free report. And if you need some help, I'd like to help you out. Uh, that's what we do. We manage people's retirement assets at Max Out Savings Advisors. And so if you have a 401k you want to roll over or a old pension or or uh, I need some help, I'll be happy to, to you know, just go to the website. I'll be happy to meet with you. I'll sit down with you and t- we'll take a look at your uh, financial situation. Uh, just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. So, so that's... So those are some of the big things we're looking at. Coming up near the end of the show, I, I want to kind of circle back to the question we have, which we get an awful lot about, hey, should should we pay off? Should I take a, a loan on my 401k plan 
or take money out of my IRA rollover to pay down credit card debt? My answer on that is generally no, particularly if you're younger in your 40s, 50s. Uh, what happens is is you take the money out, it's $25,000, you pay it off, uh, then you got you, it slows down your, your 401k growth. But the other thing is what we see is that five, six, seven years later, the debt's right back where it was, and you really haven't gained anything. I'd much rather see with credit card debt, see you really buckle down, cut your expenses, and just put the money into paying off the credit card debt. That's the best way. It's kind of boosting. A, it's sort of a secret way almost of boosting up your savings because once it's done, then you have a lot more money. Uh, if you're near retirement and you don't have enough save, for sure you don't want to do that because then you're really cutting into money you might desperately need in your your 60s and 70s or 80s, uh, and and you went and just paid off the the credit card debt. So so the better way to do it is generally take the money out. When we talk to some people, if they... We've actually, in some cases, we go, look, why don't you take 5000 out? We'll get a head start. Then you can sit there and buckle down. And they like that idea. That kind of worked a little bit. So, But generally, it's not a good idea. Anyway, those are a couple things. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Uh, if you need some help, just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. And remember our motto and our philosophy. And the key to building up wealth is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. I think nowadays, more than ever, you really want to be very conservative with your retirement because you want it to be there in the future. A lot of things going on in the world. And so, you know, prudence is always the best way to go. So anyway, I hope everyone has a great weekend. And again, remember that motto and philosophy, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show.